Today I want to share a very important word from God's word. And I believe it will help you in your calling. Did you know God has a calling for your life? You are called by God to do something. Amen? Not just to, to be seated in church. No. <laughs> Look to the person next to you and say, You are called not just to be seated in church, but to do something. Amen? And I believe that every Christian that has been born again and has been saved by the blood of Jesus has a task to be accomplished in God's kingdom. Did you know? Do you believe that? You have a task to do in God's kingdom. And today's word is living a significant life. Look to the person next to you and say, you need to live a significant life. Um, the Bible, my beloved brothers and sisters, say that makes very clear when you read this book that one day we all will be before the Lord. Did you know that? Yes, we have to give one account how we lived and invested our time, our gifts, our talents that God gave us. Did you know that? I want to read first, 2 Corinthians 5, verse 10. That says, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. This is for you, okay? And for all of us. We all must appear before the judgment seat of Christ that each one may receive the things done in the body, according to what he has done, whatever, good or bad. Also, you are going to see the same teaching that said by Jesus Christ. I want to read Matthew 18, verse 23. That says, Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king. Who wanted to set, settle accounts with his servants. Wow, one day God's going to set account with us. Beloved brothers, we need to understand one thing. We are saved by the grace of God, not by works, right? You are not saved by what you do, by works. But still one day... We will have to give account how we served the Lord here. And we all, all of us that are here today, we all will be rewarded for the works done for the Lord. Did you know that? We are going to be rewarded. And I know that everyone that are, that are here in this church today, and also you that are watching me through the internet. We, 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 all of us wish to have a successful life. With significance. And you don't want to fail. Right? You don't want to fail. I don't want to fail in my calling. In what God has for me. And do you know the word significance? That I am teaching today. Living a, a significant life. The word significance comes from the word sign. Significance, sign. A significant life is a life that is a sign. That point others to God. Okay? A significant life. If you want to have a significant life. Your life should point and say, go to God. It is a life that 
is lived for the glory of God, not just for us. This is the point. In one day, many Christians, listen what I'm going to teach you today. One day, many Christians will regret the selfish way they lived on this earth. One day, many Christians are going to say, why did I live this kind of life? This selfish life, only for myself. And the question is, how can we have this kind of life? A life that has significance. How can you have this life of life? This kind of life. And I want to share four points just. First point. How can you have this significant life? Be faithful in the small things. What did I say? Be faithful in the small things. Matthew 25, 21. Let's read all together. His master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. What God do you do? I will put you in charge of many. Come and share your master's happiness. Hallelujah. <laughs> when you are faithful over the, over the few, over few things, God will put you in charge of many things. I want to read another verse to show you that, that shows you. Luke 16, verse 10. That says, who is faithful in what is least, is faithful also in much. If you are faithful, please listen to me. If you are faithful in the least, you will be faithful in much. I want you to read another verse. Luke 16, verse 12. Says, and if you have not been trustworthy with someone else's property, who will give you property to your own? Or if you are faithful with what is not yours, you will be given your own. This is what God said. I want to read another verse to show. Different things. Luke 19, 17. Says, And he said to him, God said, Well done, good servant, because you were faithful in what? In the very little, heavy authority over ten city. Please, you need to understand this principle from the word of God. All of you, you need to understand. Because so being faithful in the few, being faithful in the least, being faithful in the very little, being faithful with which is from someone else, are requirement before God to bring promotion and release into what which is ours. There are a lot of people. They want to do great things. I know. There are many, a lot of people. They want to have a successful life. Uh, there are people. They want. They really wish to rock the society. And change the world. They have big dreams. And it's okay to have big dreams. But some of these people. They want, they want to rock the world. And to do great things. But they don't get excited. About being faithful in these small things. This is the point. 
Maybe you want to do many things, but maybe you have not been faithful in the little, in the small, in the few things, in, in what is not yours. They don't want to work. Many people don't want to work in the small. They say, I want to work in big things, not to do it. Small things, not for me, pastor. <laughs> for me, look at me. I have... I, I can preach in this church. I can do great things. This thing is so small for me. Many people don't want to work in the small or in the unnoticed. In the unapplauded things. In the things that you don't receive applause. But... It is in this place, in that hidden place, that beloved ones, where God's eyes are. It's in these small things that you don't pay attention, in what you don't want to do, is where God's eyes are. Because God said, those who are faithful in the small in the little, what I am going to do? <laughs> this is a key I am giving to you today. This is a key from the word of God. Because unfortunately, many people say, no, pastor. I have a big calling. <laughs> I am anointed one. But to clean the church, no, 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 no. God is obeying our hearts. Pay attention. God is, God is observing our hearts as we perform in the quiet areas of the little. This is so important. God is observing our hearts as we perform in the quiet areas of the little. And the least. And that which is not our own. Do you remember the life of Joseph? Who was sold by his brood to, the, to Egypt? Do you remember his, about him? He had a big dream. He had a vision from God to fulfill. But remember. Pay attention, my beloved brothers. He had to remain faithful in prison. He had to be faithful in Potiphar's house before he was promoted to the palace. But many people say, no, I want to go direct to the palace. Oh, there is a don't don't have shortcut in the kingdom of God heaven. There are people they want, I know how to do, pastor. No, 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 you don't know. You need to do the small things. <laughs> because it's there that God's eye. Ah. <laughs> this is a revelation. And you need to understand it to get it. Because many people, they want to get to jump to the next position, to the next stages. No, 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 no. He had to help Joseph, had to help Pharaoh with his dreams before his own dreams could come true. Had to help someone before his dreams come true. And, and God, my, my beloved brothers, God is looking at you. God is looking at you. Did you know? Yeah. <laughs> He's looking at you to see if you'll be faithful in another person's vision. In another person's dream, if you will help them in the small assignments. Because this is our calling. It's not okay 
to say, okay, I'm going to do this because I have to do. Okay, pastor, are you going to do? I have to do. I have to preach the gospel. I have to give my tithes and all. Okay, I'm going to do. Okay. No, 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 no. It's not okay. No, no, no. We need to learn. We need to learn to enjoy the journey. Say with me, to enjoy the journey. To enjoy the journey. Yeah, we need to learn to enjoy the journey. To enjoy it when we are doing the small things. The unnoticed things because God is watching. Amen? Say to the person next to you, God is watching. Yeah. <laughs> when you are doing things, when you are doing things that no one can see, God's eyes there. <laughs> when you, you come here doing things here in the kingdom of God, God is watching you. This is small things. <laughs> when you are giving to God, God is watching you. When you are fasting, no one knows. God is watching you. When you spend time of prayer, no one is watching you. But God is. Amen? Look, say to the person next to you, God is watching you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Those small things, pay attention, those small things, and the least things, and those unapplauded moments are so important. It's in those places, doing the small things, that our character is beauty. beauty. Your character is built, not when you are here in the front. Your character is built not when you are playing. Your character is built in the secret place. When God is watching you. When no one is watching you, but you are doing. You say, God, I'm going to do my best for you. No one's applauding you, but you are working, doing your, your best for him. God wants to use you. Did you know? God wants to use you. God has a calling for you. But there is a process. Say with me. There is a process. Yeah, there is a process through which God wants to lead you in order to change your character. And you need to learn and to enjoy this journey. Amen? You need to enjoy the journey. It's like when you are going to a trip, okay? You are going to a trip. For example, you are going to Spain for a holiday, okay? Would you like to go to Spain for a holiday? Or to Brazil for a holiday? <laughs> like, when you want to go to a journey, to a holiday, you need to enjoy the journey. Not to start complaining between. Like, when you are preparing the luggage, Start saying, hallelujah, I'm going for a holiday. <laughs> like you, you, are, you are traveling, you are going to the airport. You have to be there and say, hallelujah, I'm going to the beach. <laughs> yes, you need to enjoy the journey. Not complaining, oh, long quill. Oh, no, a lot of people in this airplane. No, you are going to a journey. Enjoy it. Be happy serving the Lord. Give your best. Because everything you do for God, God's going to reward you one day. Maybe the people are not watching you, people. Maybe your pastor is not watching you. I cannot see, but God is watching you what you are doing. And do your best for his kingdom. Don't try just to receive applause from others. Many people 
They want to receive applause. They don't want to be under directions. Because they want to do I know how to do things. Be happy on the journey. Amen? Say to the person next to you, be happy on the journey. Enjoy the way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because this humble attitude will make us into men and women of God. Amen? This humble attitude. Beloved brothers, look at me. What I'm teaching here today, please listen to me. What I'm teaching you today is what I lived. I'm not one hypocrite. Teach one thing and doing another thing. No. I have, I have been serving the Lord for 36 years. I, am, I have been a pastor for 21 years. For more than two decades. Serving the Lord. But do you know how I started my ministerial life? Do you know how? Would you like to know? Okay. I started washing dishes at the church. Washing dishes. I started washing big pots in our church kitchen. I started cleaning and washing bathrooms in my church. Enjoying the journey. Enjoying, not complaining. Enjoying the journey. If you don't believe, ask to my pastors, my leaders. They are going to tell you about me, what I did. I did all the work I was asked me to do. And I did exactly they asked me to do. Even when I, I, I'd normally like, know how to do but I didn't do in my own way. I did in the way they asked me to do. I started my calling serving the church and serving the kingdom of God. Obeying my leaders. And that's when my character was being formed. You know, the character of your children is formed. When they start doing the small things. Isn't it? Yeah. If you let your children to do whatever he wants to do. One day he's going to slap your face. Yeah. Because the character is formed. In these small lessons of every day. For many years of my life. I was working doing everything my leaders asked me to do. And it wasn't anything important in that time. It wasn't important. But they were small things. But God was watching me. This is how it works. It was small things. Not important. But he was watching me. Would you like to go through this journey? God is watching you to see if you be faithful in someone else's vision. God is watching you. In someone else's dreams that will help, will help with the little tasks. I am, what I am teaching you, please, pay attention. This is a very important word for you. Because what I am teaching you today works in any areas of your life, okay? What you are receiving now works in any area, not just in church, not just in church, whatever it may be, like raising your kids, or working at your job, or leading a small Bible study group, or giving lifts to people, or bringing people to church. Or giving. When you have little. When you have little. But say. I'm going to give. 
preaching the gospel, making disciples. Be faithful because God is watching you. Amen? Could you say to the person next to you, be faithful because God is watching you. Amen? Remember, God's not watching you when you start doing great things. No, 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 please. God is watching you in the areas of the least. The little, the few. In the, in the things that is not yours. It's someone's dreams. Amen? Amen? Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. Second point. Life and ministry. Life and ministry comes in stages. Okay? It's important to realize that life and ministry comes in stages. Don't come quickly. I want to read Exodus chapter 17, verse 1, in the Bible message, okay? Bible message version. That says, directed by God, the whole company of Israel move on by what? Stages from the wilderness of sin. I want to read another version, the Living Bible now. Exodus, Exodus 17, verse 1, that says, God led Israel by easy stages. Or, beloved brothers and sisters, please, you need to, to get this message. There are valuable lessons to be learned in each stages we live through. Okay? Every stage of life that you are today, you need to learn these lessons. And, and will God, pay attention, God will never permit us to move from one stage to the next until lessons are learned. God is not allowed. God does not allow us to skip over any stages. And sometimes the lessons for the stages you are in right now might just be about humility. Maybe now you are in this stage of life, humility. God is trying to look at me. Maybe you are in this lesson. God's trying to teach you about humility. Don't be proud. Because you are going to be destroyed. And God's trying to help you. Or maybe you are in the lesson of trust. You are in the lesson of trust. When all your supports are taken out. And everything you could learn upon is gone. And the only thing that you have left is the integrity of God's word or God's promise. And in this lesson, you have to learn that his promise is enough. God's promise is enough. Until you learn this lesson, you cannot go to the next one. Are you in this school? Are you studying something? Many of you are in school or going to college. When you are in school or college, you don't pass on to the next semester if you fail, fail all the tests, right? You don't pass. If you fail, you are not going to pass. Some people, what they, they do? They quit school. Say, now, I want to quit school. Because what? They don't li like maths. Do you like maths? Yeah, some people say, I don't like maths. I'm going to quit. Yeah. Some people say, I, I hate geography. 
our history. <laughs> or even some people say, I hate that teacher. I hate him. I'm going to quit. Unfortunately, many believers are doing that. Ah, it's hard. Beloved brothers, if you want to graduate, if you want to graduate, what should you have to do? You must go back and start again where you quit. If you want to graduate, to be someone, no company, pay attention, no company will ever hire one engineer that quit college or skipped a few lessons, right? No company. They say, no, 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 no. This man or this woman, he quit school. I don't want them because they are not qualified. Please, this is so important. Follow with me now. Please listen. Our Heavenly Father is loving and wise enough to not promote us until we learn the lessons in each and every stage of life and ministry. I'm going to repeat again. Our Heavenly Father is loving and wise enough to not promote us until you learn the lessons in which and every stage of life and ministry. Yeah. He's not going to promote you because we need to learn. But unfortunately, some people say, no, I prefer to quit than to learn. I want to show you about that. This is stage of life in the life of Jesus now. John 14, verse 7. Jesus said, I have glorified you on earth. Jesus said, I have finished. I have finished what? The work which you have given me to do. But Peter, did Jesus finish his work? All he had to do? In that, when he said that, no, of course not. How Jesus had finished the work the Father assigned him. Jesus had not even gone to the cross yet. Of course, he didn't finish everything. If you read, because this is what you need to read the Bible. If you read the Bible... The contest that Jesus was saying, he was talking about the stage of life and his ministry of training disciples. He said, I finished this stage, training disciples. But I have more to do. <laughs> he had finished that work but also, if you keep reading the Bible, John, now go, if you go to John 19.30, when Jesus was at the cross, what Jesus did say? It is finished. Now it's finished. But there he finished one stage. And now he finished everything he had to do. And now, he's, when he said it's finished, he's talking about redemption. Because he was dying and doing all he could do to save mankind. And it became in stages of life. And when we read the Bible, we see, my beloved brother, these stages. Also... In the, in, the, in the ministry of Paul the Apostle. You are going to see that. The same. Because Paul the Apostle, he said, not in the end of her life, but he said, I finished the work the Lord gave me to do. Or he accomplished his mission. He finished. Have done now. But when you read this contest that he said, you notice there are all stages. He had not finished it all. 
ok? There are still more ministry journeys to go on. He still has to write many books in the New Testament. It was new stages for him. He said, I have done, but then he had more journey to do, and he had books to write. And he wrote, he wrote three quarters of the New Testament. But later on, later on, 2 Timothy 4, 7, what he said, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. He finished one stage, and so God promoted him to the next stage. Once he finished that stage, God promoted him to the next stage. Amen? And I have a question to you, and I am finishing now. What is the stage you are right now? You are in right now. What is the stage you are in right now? What season are you in? What season in your life? What's the lesson that you were supposed to be learning right now? Friends, you have got more laps to run. Did you know? Yeah. You are not nearly done your assignment. And it is just so important to understand that both life and ministry comes in a stage. Amen? Number three. Cultivate. This one is going to be quicker. Cultivate a thankful heart. First Thessalonians 5.18 says, In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Have you ever given something to someone, but the person didn't thank you? Have you given something to someone, and the person didn't thank you? Or maybe he or she reject what you gave. Yeah, that has happened with me. I gave, and I remember, I gave something to a person once, and she criticized. Because she said, that's not new, it was used. I went to my bed, my wardrobe, because I knew she was in need of clothes. I got five or six clothes, and I, I, I brought it to that person. She looked and said, no, this, I'm not going to use. I said, okay, don't worry, I bring it back. But also, and uh, the other hand, I remember once I visited a person from the church. And I brought her because I knew that she was in need. And I brought her some food. I collect some food in my, at house. Rice, pasta, beans, uh, olive oil, some things. And I put together, I also get some clothes. And I brought to that family. And I brought that clothes and that food. And said, I brought for you. And she started crying. And said, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor. Because you remember me. I remember us today. I said, that first person, I will never, ever give something to her. Because she, she doesn't know how to be thankful. But that person that I gave that food and that clothes, she was so thankful. Next week, I was looking to my wardrobe to see more clothes to give her. This is how it works. Are you thankful for God for what you have? Or are you always complaining about what you don't have? 
Be grateful for what you have. Be grateful to God. Be, be thankful to people around you for the things they do for you. Be thankful to people. Not just to, to God. To people that is giving you something, is blessing you, say thank you. Sometimes you say, okay, I am thankful. But did you express, did you say out loud? You have to say thank you. Because you thought about me and you gave me. The last point. Beloved brothers, before I say the last point, I am so thankful for my pastors and leaders. So thankful. That helped me in every stage of my life. I'm so thankful. They invested in my life. And that's why I am always honoring them. Always. And I say out loud. I send text. I phone them. I say thank you. I invest. Last point. Last point. Know who you are and know who you are not. What is the last point? <clears throat> know who you are and know who you are not. Sometimes it's easier to know who you are. But also you need to know who you are not. Okay? <laughs> because some people, they are thinking too much about themselves. Too much. You need to know who you are. But also you need to find out who you are not. Let's read John 1, 19 to 23. John 1, 19 to 23. Says, Now this is the testimony of John. Look at his testimony. When the Jews sent priests to, and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Look, who are you, John? He confessed and did not deny, but confessed. I'm not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I'm not. Are you the prophet? And he answered, No, I'm not. Then they said to him, Who are you that we may give an answer to those who sent to us? What do you say about yourself? What do you say about yourself? What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of the one crying in the wilderness. Make straight, make straight the way of the Lord as the prophet Isaiah said. Beloved brothers, John did not just know who he was, but he knew he, who, he wasn't. Are you the Christ, John? No, I'm not. <laughs> Are you a prophet? The prophet? No, no, I'm not the prophet. Are you Elijah, John? No, 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 I'm not. But who are you? What do you say about yourself? Beloved brothers, it's just as important to know who you are and also what you, who you are not. Because some people, they don't understand what they are not. Jesus found what he was. And what he said that he was, I am a voice. I am a voice. I am here to speak what my master said for me to speak. I'm nothing. I am a voice. I am a voice for someone. I am a voice. I'm not going to say another thing. I am a voice to say what he told me to do. Friends, there will no be shortcuts for us. You are going to have to spend time with God and with the word of God to know who you are. But I want 
Do you want to find out who you are? Do you want to find out what you are? Would you like? Quickly, first ask God. Okay? If you want to know who you are, first ask God. James 4.2 says, You do not have because you do not ask. Are there you? Ask God who you are. Amen? Second, ask yourself. Ask yourself. Psalm 77 verse 6 says, I meditate within my heart. And my spirit make diligent search. Wow. Third. Ask others. Ask others. Ask to people who you trust. People that know God. Ask them who you are. Ask to your leaders. What are my gifts? Pastor, help me. Where do you think I can use my talents and my gifts? Here I am to serve. This is the good motivation. Here I am to serve. Everyone has gifts here. Did you know? Everyone. You have gifts. Everyone. You are listening on the internet. You have gifts. Yeah. You that here. You have gifts. Everyone. And a tree... Pay attention. A tree is known by its fruits. Okay? Where are your fruits? Where are your fruits? Where are you fruitful? Where do you produce fruits in your life? Then you have to use it. I know there are people, they have many talents. And you have to use to give fruits to the kingdom of God. Would you like to be used by God? Yes or no? Yes. Would you like to be received by God as a good and faithful servant? Yes, yes or no? Yes. Let's stand up and say to God, God, I want to be received by you one day as a good and faithful servant. Amen? Please, look at me. I'm going to repeat all the points quickly. First thing, be faithful in small things. Amen? Be faithful in what? Small things. Second, realize the life and the ministry comes in stages. Don't jump stages or don't quit. Okay? You have to complete a stage and to learn those lessons before you move on to the next one. Don't try to skip stages. Amen? Don't try. Third, cultivate thankful hearts. Be thankful for what the people are doing to you. Be thankful for what you have. Be thankful. Fourth, know who you are. And know who you are not. You need to know who you are in Christ. You need to know. But if you want to be used by God, you need also to know who you are not. Don't be what God didn't call you to do. Don't be. Because you can get in trouble. You can get be in trouble trying to be what you are not. Or trying to do something that God didn't call you to do. And I finish with this verse. So we being many, we are on body in Christ. And individually members of one another. Amen? Remember, we as church work together. Okay? As one body, not alone. As one body work together. You are going to be in trouble alone. You need to be connected to this body. Please close your eyes. I want, I want to pray for you. Start looking into your life right now. 
Because you need to live a significant life. Please invest your life, your talents, your time in the kingdom of God. Because one day you will be before him. And he's going to ask you, what did you do with the talents that I gave you? Live a significant life, please. Because one day we will be worth it. One day we will be worth it. Maybe you are not going to have a, a great life here on earth. But one day you are going to be before him and say, Father, it was worth to serve you. And I am so thankful for being here in your presence. In that day when you look at him, at his face, and he will say to you, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful in the little. Enter to my kingdom that is prepared for you. Hallelujah. Father, I pray for all my brothers and sisters that are listening to me right now. I pray for all of those who are listening to the sound of my voice. Through the internet and here in this church. I pray for them, Lord. I pray, Lord, that all of them can be faithful in the small things, Lord. Help them, Father, to offer themselves to serve you, Lord. In the small, in the little, in what is not from them, it's your others. But they can be faithful, Lord. Also, Father, help them to understand, to realize that life comes in stages, Lord. They can be faithful in every stage of life. In Jesus' name, help all of them. Help them to cultivate, Father, a thankful heart. Oh, Lord, in Jesus' name, help them to know who they are in Christ. But to us, what they are not, Lord. Father, I bless all my brothers and sisters right now. And I declare the Spirit of God working their lives. In Jesus' name, I pray. And I ask you, Father, anoint them in order for them to grow in the ministry. To be blessed in their lives. I declare, Father, because of all this learning, everything that we received today, Father. They can be a good servant in the company, raising children, working in... in in, in other place or in the school, wherever they go, they can be used by you for your glory. In Jesus' name we declare, everyone, Father, being faithful in their talents and gifts that you have given to them. And one day they will be saved by you. And they are going to see you face to face and you'll be received as a faithful and good servant. In Jesus' name I pray and I bless all my brothers and sisters and everybody say amen. amen let's give to God an applause amen live a significant life amen may the Lord bless you and keep you and see you next week in Jesus name